<laughs> Look at you jumping the gun, making making noises in the. In the <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, we we got to make sure that bandwidth and banter is always fresh and new, and something interesting and chaotic is happening. It's easy to do with you with you as part of the show, there, <laughs> Jared. I know. Oh my gosh, Star Kitty. Thank you so much for the Special Kai Dance. Special Dance. Wow. Mm. Look at that Reese up from my, my sweetie pie. You're amazing, honey. Thank you so much. Uh, we got OG Blaze in the house already. In, here in Stormkeep, we're happy to be back again for another episode of Bandwidth and Banter. Yay! <laughs> And and Druid is doing doing good. She was worried because earlier this week she was feeling kind of ill. Her brother got her got her sick, but she's nipped it in the bud quickly. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're, we're happy about that. Drinks, <laughs> electrolyte drinks. Yeah, lots of water. That's the key. That's the magic, right? The magic formula. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. So there's another neat new thing, obviously. You guys don't necessarily notice this, but maybe you do if you look close. Uh, that, is, that is Druid on her new system with new camera too. Uh, like obviously you guys know the, the background, you're familiar with it, but if you look close, look at that. It's nice and sharp and high def and smooth. We love it. It's, it looks good. We're still working on the audio, but we'll get there. <laughs> I'll try not to blow out your guys' eardrums today. Mm -hmm. I'll do my best. Yes. Uh, Druid, <laughs> let the folks know uh, who we have on the show today. <clears throat> All right. So today we have the wonderful and delightful Angry Angel. Mm -hmm. I distinctly remember when she initially came into my chat. And because I, I was just like, angry angel books. Do you like, do you want me to call you books? Do you want me to call you angel? Like what? And like, I just remember because I was in the middle of playing Horizon Zero Dawn and I'm just like sitting here trying to play, obviously incapable of doing so because I'm just distracted by chat. And so I'm just like, how do you like, what do you want me to call you? <laughs> like, like, I do that to everyone. Right. And it was just so fun. And then she just kept coming back. And so I was just like, yay. Yay, new friend, new friend. And then I learned she was a streamer and it just exploded from there. So very excited today. It means a lot to me. Ditto. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Angry Angel's uh, amazing. She's she's come in and, and joined us and just uh, shared herself with our community. And uh, uh, she's got such a, a bright and, and wonderful personality and, and fun to talk to. And uh very talented, I, you know. Uh, it, I just think that uh, she's the perfect person to have on the show, and I'm I'm grateful that you suggested her uh, before I even knew her. So, uh, um, yeah. Without further ado, let's let's get right to it, folks. Introducing the wonderful, and amazing, <laughs> Angry Angel Zero Three. <laughs> Yay! Welcome. Welcome. Hello. And look at that cool glowing purple obelisk of doom back there. I love it. <laughs> Angry Angel, please introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. What uh, what kind of content do you create? How long you've been doing it? Just a little, little. 
what kind of vibes you go for. Sure. All that kind uh, of stuff. Well, I'm, yeah. Um, I'm Angry Angel. I've been streaming since the beginning of this year. I'm a variety streamer. I've streamed uh, games like Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War. I'm currently uh, neck deep in Tears of the Kingdom, uh, which seems to be a never-ending fountain of just so much stuff to do. Mm. Uh, I play primarily on the PlayStation 5 and on Switch, um, so I've never really been a PC gamer. Um, and in other realms, I, I'm an 18-year veteran teacher, uh, so I've been teaching for a long time. I teach, yeah, <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, I'm on spring, <laughs> summer break now, which is, which is really lovely. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been writing book reviews uh, on my website, Angry Angel Books, since 2016. So that's been my primary uh, internet content creation for the past seven years. And um, after the pandemic, I kind of asked myself, what are things that I love to do that I could try to do as making a living or as like a part-time job or something like that? So that if and when or if another pandemic comes down the pike, I can feel more comfortable to stay home. Um, the husband and I were kind of chained into going to school because that was our only source of income. Yeah. Um, so when I thought about how could I be safer, um, I, I really turned to video games because I had I had streamed just for fun before, like like I streamed straight from the PlayStation. Um, but I, I said, I really love playing video games and I really love talking to people and entertaining people. That's that's part of kind of what I've done my whole life. And that led me to streaming. And yeah. so here I am. Right now. I, I can definitely see how like teacher to streamer, like how that would like be a very fluid transition because you're like, I already have an audience. I know how to captivate an audience, but now I'm going to do something where I am playing video games and we <laughs> are doing a thing and we're having fun. So. And being able to multitask. So like yes. you're, you know, you're keeping engaged and you're doing a thing and you're talking about the thing. I think you're right. I, I, I didn't realize how, how well those two things would meld together. Mm -hmm. And it, it really just, I, the only thing I'm still getting better at is keeping up with chat. Um, so if like I'm in a really intense moment in the game, I'm always like, hold on guys. I, I know you're chatting there, but like, I, I'm, I gotta, I hold on. And then I come back and I catch up with everybody. <laughs> um, it, it's, that's always really intense. Cause I'm like, oh crap. I know I gotta, I gotta interact with people, but I'm trying to beat this boss and ha. Ah! Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a fun transition. Um, and you know, I have the time to do it. I have the energy to do it. And so I've really found this new, arena in which i can really do something that i love to do mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. with people who i love. like i've met so many awesome people in this process um that i'm so thankful for and it really as an introvert who has trouble like <laughs> oh the lawn people um of course they showed up during my interview why wouldn't they um <laughs> That's how but as a, but as a streamer you have to be ready for that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um it's just um, as an introvert who really doesn't feel comfortable approaching people in real life, this has been a way for me to make new friends, make new connections that I didn't have before. Um, and so that's that's a whole big, long introduction of here I am. 
<laughs> well, welcome Yay. in. We're glad to have you in Stormkeep and here on Twitch. Thank you so much yes. for joining us. Yeah. So now we're going to kick this interview off with our favorite first question. Uh, Angry Angel, please share a boring fact about yourself. Oh, boring fact. I have a, an excellent nighttime routine. Um, around eight o'clock, I take all my medicines um, and my multivitamin <laughs> and my fish oil because I'm a responsible adult who just entered her 40s. <laughs> and then I take the dogs out on their last outies <clears throat> and then I brush my teeth and put in my retainer because I got adult braces because I, I grew up poor and we couldn't afford braces. So I got myself braces. And so I put in my retainer like a responsible adult who paid thousands of dollars for something and wants to keep them nice. <laughs> and then I get a book and I get into bed with my two dogs and I read the book for a little while. And then I put on a headspace sleep um, story. And some guy talks to me about an antique shop in the rain and I fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Is, <laughs> that, that is my that is my bedtime routine. It is boring. I'm always asleep before 10 p.m. It, it is, and but the wonders it's done for my mental health. Um, but it is it is insanely boring, and I am not a I'm not a party animal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how quickly you're like, I got this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> She's done her homework. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm aware that there are many parts of my life that are kind of boring, so <clears throat> I could have picked any number of things. I like um, what you picked, though. That's actually yeah. what I—it's what we love about that question. Is it's—it's it's never actually a boring question. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. How did you pick your Twitch name? What was the inspiration? Now, I recognize that it's just kind of the theme of, like, across your social media. So, I'm just going to kind of... So, how did you pick Angry Angel in general? Like, what was the inspiration behind that? So, um, back when I was on Facebook, I was in a lot of different groups, uh, different interests. Back before Facebook became, like, mm -hmm. your racist grandparents' hellscape. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> So true. And it's just, it's just Nazis. And so I just, um, I, I would go around and there's something I love to do. And I found that lots of people love to do this is I love to hate stuff with people. Do you know what I mean? Like, like just like, I love to watch a terrible movie and just have fun enjoying how terrible it is. That, mm -hmm. that kind of a, that kind of a vibe. And, um, Somebody was saying something. I was like, "Yeah, that's ridiculous." And they were like, "Oh, you're you're an angry angel. You show up just when you're needed, and we need someone to be angry about something with us as a group. You're always there." And I was like, "Oh, I like that. I like Aww. the idea of being being a friend who shows up to like have your back and be mad at something with you. Like in this world where everything sucks." Don't we all just need a friend to come in and be like, yeah, that sucks. And I'm pissed about it, too. Do you know what I mean? So that's <laughs> okay. it, it happened in like 2015 that someone called me their angry angel. And I was just like, yes, that is that is the the center of who I like to be as a friend. Um, I squat up real good. Like if you like if you need somebody, you know, with the lead pipe in the back of the 
back of the group who's like five foot nine and just an absolute monster. Like you just need someone there to look intimidating. Like I, I loved it. So I just, I grabbed it. I called my book website, angry angel books. And everybody was like, why angry? And I'm like, look around you. Like, are you not paying attention? <laughs> um, but yes, that's where it came from. And it's, it's, um, it's something that I really, I really hold to, I've, I've held to it ever since because I think being a good friend means that you know when to step up and support them, whether they're happy or they're angry, um, especially if that anger is justified. Um, and so that's uh, having someone's back is the heart, I think, of what an angry angel is. So that's what that makes That's. I respect that a lot. Yep. <laughs> I have my vet buddies at work for sure. Oh. Yep. All right, uh, switching gears a little bit here. Uh, Angry Angel, what D&D uh, &D class do you consider yourself to be IRL? So I have a horrible secret mm. to, or not a secret, but like a confession. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. That's okay. That's okay. We, we know that. that, that <laughs> but we, you we know, know, we you know, know about it, right? Yes, the husband plays every week on Sunday nights online with a group of people like he like. So when you say class, is that like what the character looks like or is that like? No, what they're able yeah, to do? a class is like the profession, like, uh, for example, Druid, you know, Druid, fighter, oh, okay, barbarian, rogue, uh, wizard, sorcerer. Think uh, any of the games that you play where you have to pick your character class. I think. I think I'm, I'm, yeah. So in Destiny 2, I was a, a Titan main. So I, I think I'm more of like a bruiser, like a, like a, like a big damage. Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> barbarian, yeah. That suits her. Yeah, I mean, she's angry. She was, likes to rage. She I likes to rage, rage against the machine. <laughs> for sure. Definitely if I was barbarian. feeling really morally superior, I think it would be, what's the night one called? The uh, is it a like like you're a knight in shining armor class like what's that one well, that oh, like a paladin did you say paladin yeah paladin yeah. is is the knight yeah, in shining yeah. armor class yeah like if i wanted to if i wanted to be like i'm i'm angry for for reasons i might choose paladin but barbarian sounds pretty good okay i can see both of those yeah that makes sense <laughs> Cool. Thank you for helping us suss that out. Sure. I always <laughs> like learning new things. So I, I mean, I'm not, I, I tried playing it once and I feel like that's an area of my imagination that is just so underdeveloped that I, I couldn't make my mind expand to it. And I, and I feel really bad about that because so many people enjoy playing it. Um, the husband loves to play. He's like, let's just do a one-off. I'll create like a like an AI character that'll go with you places, and we'll try it out. And I just, I just couldn't do it. Mm. Um, so I love watching you guys do it, though. That's fun. That's watch, watching you guys play every Saturday night is really, really, really fun. So I hope Aww. you guys keep doing that. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. That. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I feel like. 
because you you're such an avid reader i feel like i could like in my brain i'm like oh she would be so good at it because she would be so good at like coming up with like a backstory and a character type that she could like fall into I, right. I think I'm more comfortable falling into a character someone else has created. Mm. I bet, I, I, or if I create it for someone else. Mm. So like, I, I bet, yeah, I bet I could, I could create like a whole, I think where it falls apart for me is taking that character someplace. Mm. It's the, it's not, it's not the character. It's like the adventure. Mm -hmm. My, my brain can't see it. Um, uh, and, and, and that's a, yeah. that's a, that's something I can always work on and develop, um, because I do want to be able to tell bigger stories and have my mind grow. I'm never <laughs> someone who's like, I, I can't. Yeah. But I just haven't really had the opportunity to exercise that particular brain muscle. Yeah. So, um, I've been watching you guys play. I kind of listen to the husband play often. And it's, so I'm sure that someday I'll be like, you know, I give this another go. Because mm -hmm. so many people have fun with it, and and it, and it's kind of up my alley. I love the fantasy genre. So mm. yeah. Well, uh, I, I love what you were talking about. How uh, it's it's kind of like a muscle that you haven't worked before, and so it's something you'd have to uh, like uh, something you have to develop. Because um, um, imagination has multiple different facets, right? And you're absolutely right that it, that sometimes it takes. Uh, you know, to get over a certain hump. But on this, on the same token, I don't want you to ever feel pressured that you, you oh. know, got got to try it just because everybody else likes it. It's totally cool if it's not for you to partake. But we really appreciate that you enjoy watching it. So, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we do. Yeah. Uh, what inspired you to start your blog about books and like have doing book reviews and stuff? Mm -hmm. So, um, growing up, I didn't really have a lot of political awareness. Um, I didn't watch a lot of news. I grew up very poor in the, in rural, uh, I grew up in rural Maine. Um, and so when I, when I met the husband, the husband majored in political science. So mm -hmm. he had kind of a deeper knowledge of how everything works and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, Around like 2015, 2016, what, like the, what I call the before before times, because now we have two before times that we have to reckon with. Mm -hmm. um, I was watching what was happening and I was just like, what is going on? Like, how how am I going to survive like intellectually and emotionally? How am I going to survive a time in which I am I am very aware of how things one, how things work now? that this is terrifying how how am i going to cope with this in a healthy way and i was like well i didn't get into blogging early enough to be like famous um or, or like write a book like there's a lot of bloggers that became authors which was fantastic mm -hmm. so i thought well i love to read what if i start a book review website where i share my thoughts about what i've read and then what I can do is I can make reading my major hobby and use that as a way to escape into other worlds mm -hmm. that maybe are either more fair or similar um, to our world, but are, but the story ends okay. <laughs> um, and so I, I did, I started that. And uh, at first it was only like one or two books a month. 
And now I put out a book review about once a week, once every couple of weeks, depending on how long the books are. Mm -hmm. uh, but really, it was created out of just a need for me to have a footprint in a world that wanted to, like, crush me. Okay. So it, it was a way to put myself out there. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. How long have you had your book blog for? I've had it since 2016. Wow. Um, so when, uh, I, it, it was created literally like, I remember election night, I stayed up all night. Um, at that time I was teaching online for the, the state's online school. So I was teaching from home. And so I could kind of stay up all night to see the results. And I think I created it on WordPress the next day. I just, I just said, I can't, I, I need, there needs to be a voice out there that is against what's going on. And so when it first started, I was doing both book reviews and sort of essays mm -hmm. uh, because I, I feel like it's important that people know that they're not alone. Yeah. Um, so much about the world we live in is to know that you're not the only one out there who thinks this is wild. Um, and I live in Florida. Uh, so that kind of sense of, you know, you're not alone. You're, you know, think horrible things are happening, but like there are people here who are, who are, who will protect you, who, who, are, yeah. who are on your side. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it, um, it, it, it was definitely something that I credit with keeping me sane over the past seven years. Absolutely. Yes. Right on. Um, what has been the most unusual book that you covered in your blog? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the most unusual book. Oh. Okay, so there's two. Okay. Um, and they're, they're both. So one of them was a book. It's called The Impossible Fortress. And I think I got it as an, I get a lot of my books as advanced reader copies. So mm -hmm. I get to read them before they get published. Oh, cool. And Ooh. I write reviews. Um, and this was one that I got beforehand. And it felt like it was written by someone who kind of understood how to write a book, but like they got sidetracked. Like they, like the story would be going on and all of a sudden we were at a Catholic school. And then we were looking for like a magic key, but the only way to get the magic key was by going to the gas station to get a Playboy magazine. Cause it's, it's like in the eighties or something. Like it, it was just, it was like if ready player one was suddenly like in our real world and we just let two teenage boys loose to solve a problem. Like it just, <laughs> it was, it was just, they they were trying to make it nostalgia, but it was just a mess. And what was it called um, again? The Impossible Fortress. That sounds bizarre. <laughs> I, I yeah. So it, something I've learned um, writing book reviews is that sometimes the debut is it's just a mess. Hmm. Um, sometimes second books in a trilogy can be like sloggy. Like, like it's hard to get through them, but you have to power through to get to the cool conclusion. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so now when I start to read a book, I know what it tastes like if it's going to be a mess. So mm -hmm. I know when to put a book down because mm -hmm. I, 
I almost don't even want to review it because if I reviewed it, I would be so mean that I wouldn't like myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kind of yeah. deviate really quick. I'm going to I have a, have you considered doing like a YouTube, you know how people do the YouTube channels where they just like break down a video or break down a book and they just like talk about, have you considered that before? Cause those are some of my favorite YouTube channels <laughs> and I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying. Definitely worth considering. Uh, planting that seed. Yeah, I, I've I've thought about like there's booktubers, there's book talkers mm -hmm. um, with TikTok uh, coming out. I I really I really try to stay in my lane a a bit. So like I try not to overextend myself mm -hmm. of stuff that I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so when I watch, I've I've watched booktubers and and book talkers like like I've watched. How, what their content looks like and how it seems to come together. And I don't think I have the cape, like I don't have the, like the video editing knowledge yet mm -hmm. to make that leap. I'm sure eventually I would. Um, but right now kind of just the live streaming and getting used to what that feels like with video games and stuff. Um, is where my learning is at and then eventually it will it will grow to be more of like a video production editing type knowledge but we're taking it we're taking it slow we're getting good at one thing and then we're going to take a step up to the next thing but thank you for suggesting that i think that's a, an excellent idea <laughs> tell me when you do it yeah tell for me. sure okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next question here, uh, which book or books do you feel are a must read for everyone? Just like name one or two. Um, I think um, one, one book that I always keep coming back to is Watership Down by Richard Adams uh, about the, the rabbits. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think those of us that are of a certain age remember that our parents rented that movie thinking it was a movie about bunny rabbits and then suddenly it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ripping that VHS out of the VCR with a quickness. Um, I just, I, like, I have that, but it's, it's about finding home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's written so beautifully and that journey from, from start to home, I think is a, I think Watership Down is a book that anyone who, who maybe lives with like found family versus uh, blood relatives or someone who's traveled a lot or, or their family is their friends. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that's a book that can really um hits you deep um there I, I i like a book that's about finding home um i'm just gonna peek at my bookshelf because i have i have so many i mean that's a um, good one that's fine <laughs> yeah I, I i think i think that's like a classic yeah um that's a that's a classic one but you know i've just read so many good excellent books um that I, you know, I just say, go to my website and click on Amanda's favorites and just scroll right on. <laughs> and yeah. anything, anything linked as a favorite would be something that I would look at you and be like, read this. And you would say, why? And I'd be like, don't ask me questions. Just trust me. <laughs> don't take it. Read it. <laughs> I've been trying to be nice to my wallet and not look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. 
Well, what drew you to Twitch? Uh, PlayStation links directly to Twitch. And so, so all I had to do was go, stream. Yep, I just hit a button, hit a button, and I, I was off to the races. Um, Twitch, Twitch seems to have the most options for rewarding both viewers and streamers. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, the setup to me, see, I mean, I wish they didn't take quite as big a chunk out of the subscribers, though. <laughs> but um, streaming to YouTube felt too big for me if if people do it but it feels more like for announcements mm-hmm. or you know things like that uh twitch is somewhere where i felt like i could build up a following build up a subscriber base build up a follower base and youtube just it, i felt like a small fish in a big ocean whereas with twitch it didn't make me feel like that mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not really sure why i didn't get that same feeling uh, but yeah, twi- Twitch is a Twitch is where it's at right now. I've seen other ones pop up, but you know, a lot of stuff popped up in you know in opposition to Twitter too, and yet we're still here. Right. So it's yeah. Um, you know, I I'm gonna stick with what works and where the people are, uh, and until it doesn't exist anymore, and then I will make the adjustments. Um, but that's Twitch makes me feel like it's possible. Cool. Right on. Yeah. Uh, on that, in that regard, uh, what did family and friends think when you told them that you planned on streaming? Ha. Um, the husband always asks me, did you, did you get any new subscribers today? Did you, he always asks me every time I'm done. He's like, did you get any new followers today? Like he's very interested. <laughs> And what's going on? But he, I'm also very loud. Um, I have a, I have a band director's voice, and so just me talking fills our our small rental home shack. And so he's also like, "Can you close the door? <laughs> Can you close the door?" Um, so yeah, so I, you know, I'll I'll be straight up with you guys. I actually don't have contact with my family. Um, that was that's also something that I talk to people a lot about. That you deserve to have people in your life that lift you up mm. and make you happy and and make you stronger. Um, and that's not always your 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 blood family. Mm, um, you know your relatives. And so I didn't tell. I didn't tell any of them. Yeah. Um, and, and I've moved so many times that I don't really have a large in-person friend base. I, I, I have moved a lot and I've had friends along the way. Um, so making this decision to stream was mostly between me and the husband and the husband was like, Okay, just close the door. <laughs> just close the door. <laughs> I'm all I in. Understand. Just close I... that door. <laughs> yeah, just, just, you're so loud. Please. <laughs> we'll ask at the end, Ilt. All right, I'll make a note. Well, I mean, there's going to be the, uh, the, the, yeah. the, the questions at the end anyway, so yeah. <clears throat> all right. And, and speaking of, I think the next question's to you, Druid. Yes. Um, what struggles did you deal with when you first started streaming? 
I'm looking at you, Streamlabs. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Streamlabs, because we have beef, and I'll meet you out back to Dunkin' Donuts. You know where it is. You know where it is. I want, I want, behind the dumpster, behind the Dunkin' Donuts, I want to have some words with you, Streamlabs. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's, I just, I have watched, so, like, I am, I am a person who believes that you can learn anything at any time. Mm. I am not an old dog's new tricks kind of person. Like, I am mm -hmm. a growth mindset. If I don't know it now, it means I don't know it yet. Right. And I can always yes. learn how to do the next thing. Mm -hmm. So, there was one day, and poor Druid raided into me that day. And I, I... <laughs> Oh my God. And, and like, I even tied, like, I, I felt so bad because I was like two hours deep in trying to figure out why sa certain sounds weren't happening, like, in the game. Mm -hmm. And Druid came in, and I think the first thing I said was, F. And he raided, because the husband was in the room trying to help me. And I was like, Oh God. I'm being raided. What do I do? I didn't even have a game on. Like, I was just messing with it. And <laughs> I don't remember who it was, but I bit their head off, and I'm sorry. I went into Druid's uh, Discord, and I was like, I want to apologize for my behavior. But someone went into my chat and said, have you watched any YouTube help videos? <laughs> And then I passed away. My, my soul briefly left my body, and then it cathunked back in, and I said, I don't want your help. But what you could do is tell me if you can hear the sound that I'm trying to make. And then no one, no one said anything in the chat again. But yes. So my struggles were learning the systems. Yeah. I already had a, a lovely boom mic. I already had cameras and things from teaching online and teaching during the pandemic. I, I, I knew how to engage an audience virtually. I had all those skills. It was Streamlabs that um, I finally figured it all out. I, I remembered where to go when I had certain problems, but Gosh, did I almost throw my all-in-one out the, out the window? Just like old, like high school musical style. Just just pick it up and throw it out the window. <laughs> I, I just that I can't I can't imagine how many streamers and and it's it could be with anything. I think we were talking about this in the chat the other day in somebody's chat. In my uh, chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it depends on what you started with, right? So like if you start with OBS and you face all these struggles with OBS first. Streamlabs is just OBS. So when you go to Streamlabs, it's going to feel easier because now you're aware of all of those techniques and, and things that you know where to go to fix them. So mm -hmm. I went the other way. I started with Streamlabs, got frustrated with it, had a terrible relationship with it, broke up, and then started dating its brother. So <laughs> <laughs> so, what a way to... That's, I mean, that's what they are. And so yeah. OBS feels easy to me because I already got in all those fights with Streamlabs. Mm -hmm. And so a message I would send to other streamers is reach out to your community and ask questions. Like if you get stuck, because that, that was when, that was a little bit before I started joining people's discords. 
Because once I started joining people's discords, I discovered uh, that I could ask questions and other people would go, absolutely, God, that was so difficult to figure out. Here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. It made a whole world of difference. Mm -hmm. Just being willing to reach out and ask for help and be a community about it. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, it was learning the streaming programs. It wasn't anything else. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny is, is that you touched on my next question. Uh, so maybe you can come up with a, a different uh, answer to it. Uh, but my next question was going to be, what tips can you share with future streamers? And you kind of, you already gave us a few tips, obviously, but uh, think of something different then. Um, I, I think my biggest tip, if you're thinking about being a streamer, is be yourself. That's a great tip. And that sounds so that sounds so cheesy, but nah. <laughs> I I watched when I was sort of touring around Twitch and looking for people that I would want to follow and sort of mimic and learn from, I saw a lot of streamers that were performing. Mm. Like you knew that wasn't them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And what you, when you stream, if you want to do streaming long term, you want it to be something that is sustainable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so whether that's su sustainable financially, whether that's sustainable emotionally, whether that's sustainable, um, you know, technologically, you have to ask yourself, what can I afford? You know, what can I use what I already have? And how can I make this work so that I can do it on a regular basis because you have to be you have to make it sustainable and you have to make it consistent yeah. like you yeah. have to be there i think of myself like a tv show yeah. like you have to like you have to they when people want to watch you they need to know when to find you, you can't just be all over the place mm -hmm. so for me i'm married but i don't have kids and so in my evenings were very free so i knew it would be sustainable if i sat down for two or three hours at about six o'clock and played a video game and talked to people in their evenings. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, one weekend day, because people are around on the weekends, I already had a microphone and a camera and a computer and the gaming systems. I had to buy some cables. Um, I did invest in um, Streamlabs desktop for like the skins and the emotes and the like all of the pretty things yeah uh, once 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 it was clear that i had followers and this was going to be something that was going to grow i did spend the money to get those those things right but make your stream something that is you that that you can keep on a regular consistent basis and not burn yourself out Agreed, for like, sure. Yeah, that's, that's what I advice. would say. Um, what do you enjoy most about streaming? I I love being bad at stuff. <laughs> I, I love it. People love it. I, I love falling off mountains and getting thwomped by giant monster clubs and... You know, drowning in a river. God, I love it. And chat <laughs> loves it. like so much. There's so much entertainment in just learning something. It, it's it's like I know people love to watch people do like speed runs 
and you know 100 perfection no deaths kind of stuff and, yeah. and i love watching that stuff too but goddamn i love someone that's like uh-oh <laughs> how do what, what what is this why is this happening to me in this moment <laughs> so that's that's something i really love is i love to just be a hey i'm just an everyday gamer i'm not i'm not a professional pvp perfection type gamer i just let's just because i remember some of my best memories are gathering around a gamecube with all the with like four other people and we'd order pizza and we'd had to sit right there and we'd play mario kart mm -hmm. god we were terrible at mario kart but we <laughs> loved it oh we loved it so i love the feeling of being in my channel and just wandering around in whatever game i'm playing and making a huge mistake and everyone in the chat is just like oh my god <laughs> And and I'm just like sweet. Let's do it again. Only this time, let's do it. Let's do it better. Uh, so that's that's really fun because I do. I I feel like I can be authentic. I don't have mm -hmm. to be perfect. I can just play a game, and we can all just sit around and laugh at it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I get that. Mm -hmm. She definitely does. <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. I watched her play Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Bro, I love you, Druid. <laughs> so switching yeah. gears a little bit again here uh angry angel you're building a very warm and welcoming community where people are encouraged to be themselves uh where did you get the inspiration to be such a powerful influence on people oh <laughs> i i don't know that's a good question i i guess i didn't really consider myself to be a powerful uh influence but i think I just think that I've spent a lot of my life alone. I've spent, and I don't mean to like bring the room down, but like mm. a lot of my life has been me trying to survive mm. on my own at any cost. Um, and I don't want other people to have to do that. I, I don't want to be the kind of person who pulls the ladder up behind them. I, I want to create a community where people see someone who isn't good at something. You don't have to be perfect. So much of social media is perfection and lighting and, you know, getting just the right shot and just the right way and just the right video and just the right clip. No, it's, it's life is messy and real. And I want to create a community where people can feel free to show up and just feel safe and feel seen and know that they're not alone in having flaws in enjoying something in being bad at something or even being good at something. Um, and that's some, that's an environment that I try to create in my classroom mm -hmm. when I, when I'm at work, it's an environment that I would foster uh, online as well. And so that's, it's, it's really important to me that other people get the support that I don't think I always had. And I want to bring that to, to, to others through streaming. Right on. I can definitely concur with that one. A hundred percent. Oh, feel emotions. No, that's good stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, switching gears again. Um, 
How did you get into quilting? Ooh, so, um, yes. So when I was young, I learned how to sew with a sewing machine from my mom. Because uh, my mom was, I, she quilted all the time. Um, we had a county fair. God, I'm, I'm such, I'm such don't, a heck. Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't talk, don't, don't talk about my friend like that. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay, so, um, so growing up, you know, I learned to hunt because we did a lot of hunting and we did a lot of quilt. Like we made a lot of our own stuff because mm-hmm. it took an hour to drive anywhere that had anything. Yeah. Um, and so I quilted my own bedspread, essentially, uh, when I was like 12 or 13, maybe wow. like before I became an obnoxious teenager. <laughs> and that blanket is on my bed in our master bedroom. Wow. And it is ripped to shreds. It has moved with me everywhere. And I was thinking when I was thinking about like what I could do to make myself a little bit more financially stable, I thought, well, I could relearn or like we were talking about like certain parts of your brain that aren't, that are muscles Mm -hmm. that haven't been exercised. Mm -hmm. Maybe I could pull those memories out and make myself a new quilt Mm -hmm. that isn't linked to these people that I'm no longer connected to for reasons. Mm -hmm. Why don't I make myself a blanket that I like? Um, and I made a test quilt and shared it across all the discords. And everyone was, everyone was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I just I, I just sewed some squares together, guys. It's, it's going to be OK. I just, <laughs> I just sewed some. Um, but everyone was like, oh, my God. And I was like, OK, wait, maybe maybe I could do this. So, yeah. So I, I the, the husband surprised me. Um, a little bit before Christmas last year with a new sewing machine. I haven't owned a sewing machine in years. And I've made a couple of different quilts um, that I, and so I'm kind of in the process of of making enough that I could put them up on Etsy. Uh, but I learned, yeah, I learned from, from my mom um, because that's, that was her thing. That was her hobby. Mm-hmm. What's the most complicated thing you've ever quilted? Um, well, I haven't done a lot of complicated stuff just yet. Um, something that I, I mentioned earlier is that I like to kind of start small and kind of build up. Mm-hmm. And so I've done some, I've done some block stuff, uh, but the husband requested a quilt that has a lot of triangles that come together to make more triangles. And then they center around a square and then you make blocks and then you put the blocks together. So when you start dealing with triangles instead of squares it gets a lot more geometric mm. yeah <laughs> than than that and so um i also discovered that the seam so again this is just me learning i'm sure there's crafters out there that are like the doy but like i i learned that you can put the needle so that the seam that you're sewing is a different depth on the cloth and uh because if you sew the wrong seam your triangles are now a different size than the pattern you mm-hmm. chose. Mm-hmm. And so I got through 288 squares out of triangles that I made all sewed with the wrong size seam. And so now I have to bring my math teacher knowledge to bear so that the other triangles that are now too big, when I sew them, I have to trim them correctly. Ah, uh, I see. So that's a journey. That's a journey I'm 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 going on at the moment. Uh, luckily, for the, 
Yeah, it's for the husband. It's not for for a customer. So mm-hmm. if I, if I mess up, it's not as big a deal. Yeah, it's a good learning. Yeah. Good learning moment. Yes. <clears throat> Again, I get I get I haven't gotten two gear switches in a row. I know, right? Um, do you have a favorite video game that you have played on stream? I think. I think my favorite video game that I played on stream was Horizon Zero Dawn. Hmm? Um, I remember I streamed the end. And I, or what I thought was the end across several nights, because the first end that I thought was the end wasn't actually the end. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, it's, it's hands down one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Bar none, like it's 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 absolutely gorgeous in its detail and in the coloring and everything. For sure. And I I just remember crying at the end, like with like the audience was watching me because this was the first time I hadn't watched any videos. I didn't look at any spoilers, and I just remember just crying at the end when she kind of goes back after everything is over. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. But she she goes somewhere, and I'm just like, this is, this this story is so important. This, This story about what is Earth, who am I, what role do I play in how the world operates, whether the world is the way it is, it was a game that's that's that was it had an important story, amazing graphics and detail, and it was fun gameplay. Hmm. Um, and so I think I think so far that's my favorite one to play on stream. Uh, but Tears of the Kingdom is very quickly becoming my second favorite. Right on, right on. <laughs> I will eventually finish that game. Yes, yes, you will. We'll get we'll get you <laughs> and there. And I'll be somehow. there when you do, Druid. <laughs> I will I'm eventually. It, it, the title will be like, "This is to Angry Angel." I'm doing it now. Here we <laughs> I'm are. Doing it. <laughs> doing it. Finally, getting my life together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Angry Angel. Uh, now I get a gear switcher here. Have you ever run into a live alligator where you live? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Tell us about this. Yes. So, okay. So we have, we've lived, we've lived in like four different places in the Tampa Bay area. So I don't mm-hmm. mind saying that I live in Florida. I live on the West coast, uh, central Florida. And we moved to where we are right now about eight years ago. And our yard backs up to like a wooded nature preserve. Mm. Like it's a boggy area. Mm-hmm. So we went out one day with our two dogs. It's a fenced in yard. And one of our dogs wouldn't like was sniffing at like the stairs to the patio. Like she just, she was looking at something. It was a baby alligator. Whoa. It was, it was about, it, it was about, I'd say maybe like two feet long. And, they hiss like wow (laughs) they hiss they growl too but they only really growl during mating season but this little alligator thank goodness my dog didn't get bit because man their jaws are some of the strongest out in the animal kingdom Uh yes 
I have experienced in person with it. Cause I, cause I tried to grab it cause I'm an absolute idiot. So I, <laughs> I, I walked up, I got some gardening gloves and I tried to like, cause if you get over it and you hold, if you turn it upside down, they flop. Mm. Like if you, if you, so I thought, well, I can put it, I could put it back. Cause it obviously came through the, the chain link fence. So if I could put it back over the fence, it could go back to like the bog area. Um, back there but it hissed at me and then jumped at me and then i said nope and then we brought the dogs inside and called animal control um because they have a special unit that does like alligators and pools Mm -hmm. right um but by the time they showed up it had left um but yes i have experienced a gator in my backyard now it's not an impressive like a huge gator but still but still, it's nature. Yep. Yeah. Right on. Right on. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like you've moved a lot of places. Um, what is the least interesting place you have traveled to? Have visited? Have lived at? The least interesting. Okay. So I'm thinking. Because I've lived, I've, I grew up in Maine. I moved to Arizona for my master's degree. So I lived out there for a while. I lived in Indiana when I was working on my doctorate, which I did not finish. Uh, That's where I met the husband and we've lived in Florida since then. Um, I've also traveled to Scotland, London and Paris and Montreal. So the least interesting. I would say. I would say. I don't know. I don't think you guys are going to like my answer. It was the Louvre. Hmm. Why was that the least interesting? It was very underwhelming. I was shocked. I I was honestly shocked because I haven't done a lot of international travel. Mm. And um, so thinking about Paris was like, ooh, it's the Louvre. And, you know, there are places you like we went to Versailles. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Versailles was amazing it was huge and it was beautiful like oh my god i have i don't like museums anyway but the louvre was so boring (laughs) it was it was so boring most of the most of the museum are like the oldest most religious paintings you've ever seen and they're not even by the famous ones they're just they're like the ones you see in like boring history textbooks like just (laughs) Dudes standing around with like books in their hands, just all the the most interesting things in the Louvre were like a collection of French paintings. Like there, like there were some like national French, like France depicted as this beautiful woman holding the French. Like there, there were some really nice paintings like mm-hmm. that, the Mona Lisa mm. and the Venus de Milo, and that was it. Like the. Most of the most of the museum, even the husband, who's who he teaches history and he's really he's a history buff. He was like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> wow. Interesting. This, it's like the same thing over and over. It's all one flavor. Um, hmm. So if you're going to Paris, if I could give you a recommendation, it would be um, go to the Louvre because you have to. But don't miss the Orsay museum okay if you like if you like colorful like renaissance 
impressionistic, really deep colors and emotions mm-hmm. and fruit and busty ladies <laughs> go to the Orsay because it's smaller. It's a smaller museum, but everything inside of it is absolutely gorgeous and spectacular. Thanks for so, that yeah, it's tip. The Louvre. Yep, it's it's the Louvre. The Louvre was was disappointing and boring, and I'm I'm sticking by my answer. Right I on. Thank you. you. That's a great one. Uh, what is the weirdest sleeping dream you have ever had? So, I okay. So I have a recurring dream which is being told that I have to move out of a place right now. Like, I haven't packed anything. Oh, and a landlord, a relative, something like, and it's always someplace I've never been. My brain makes up like a house or a cave or an sure. attic or like a porch <laughs> or something. And it's covered in my stuff. And I have to be out right now or I lose it all. But that's not, that's not the weirdest sleeping dream I've had. The weirdest sleeping dream I've ever had, I was in high school and my mom had a friend who's uh, who we were very close to. Like we visited their family. She had two kids. We played together. It was a thing. Yeah. But she had uh, her father lived with them and he was awesome. He made us like he knitted us mittens every year. Our families were very close. I had a dream that he was sitting in a rocking chair and he told me that it was time for him to go. In my dream. And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yes, I have to go. And he just slowly like faded out. Like he just wasn't there anymore. And the next morning, my mom got a call from her friend that said that he had passed away in the night. That's creepy. That's interesting. It's so creepy. And I, and I, and, and it's so funny you asked me that question. Cause it, I, okay. I, I try not to tell people that story, but I don't mind sharing it with this community because I feel like it's the right community that will take it the right way. <laughs> because I I don't think I even told my mom that I had the dream. Wow. I kept it to myself. What's up, Drew? Okay, so I I stopped being able to remember my dreams when I hit puberty. <gasps> I had a fr- I had a friend in elementary school. I had a dream of this man in a it sitting in a chair cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and i i watched him get stabbed in the heart in by a knife i woke up and my my best friend his dad was from uh, was from tennessee and his dad died of a heart attack that night oh wow <laughs> that's creepy that's one of my last dreams that i can remember that i've ever had in my life this is wild wild <laughs> wild <laughs> Yeah, the the kids are all right, but they're also having really messed up dreams. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's <sighs> okay. Sorry, I just had like one of those like you unlocked a core memory of mine. <laughs> okay, achievement unlocked. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <sighs> okay, well on that note, what's a food you've wanted to try but haven't? <laughs> Food I've wanted to try but haven't. So this is this is a hard question because I I came to I came to different kinds of food kind of late in life. Um, the first time I ever had Chinese was 
at a Panda Express <laughs> um, in my 20s. So it's um, I was raised on KFC and pizza from the corner store and McDonald's. Um, so I think I don't know if I have an answer to this question because it's one of those situations where you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. But you don't like I've I've tried. So the husband has introduced me to Thai food and uh, Indian food and sushi. I won't eat raw sushi. Like I can't like raw anything like tartar, you know, beef tartar type stuff. Like the raw thing, I I I just don't think I'll ever be able to do. That's a can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't think I know because I just I don't know what's out there mm-hmm. to try. What would you guys' answers be to that? That's like, a what's question. a food you've wanted to try? That what you about haven't... Mediterranean? Have you had Mediterranean food? Like oh, like gyros and stuff. Yeah. Or gyros. Yeah. Oh God. It, it, depends <laughs> on, it depends on where where you're at. Um, but yes, I love I love those. I was introduced to in high school because we had a couple of small Greek restaurants around, and my friends would get those for me. Um, that's pretty good. I love tzatziki sauce. So good. It's 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 just Greek ranch dressing. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, I, I do enjoy, I, I enjoy uh, Greek food, obviously Italian food. I'm 100% in, in for, um, there was a restaurant in Bloomington, Indiana that served Moroccan food, Ooh. like, uh, oh God. And they gave, they made the best hot, um, mint tea. Mm. So good. So yeah, Mediterranean food. I'm 100% on board. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. For that, but I think maybe maybe I would say like a traditional Japanese meal, like mm. a dinner, because our next travel that we're saving up for is to go to Japan. Yeah, ditto um, for Star Kitty and I. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm I'm slowly learning the language so that I can get us through. But I I think I'm curious as to what a Japanese dinner. Mm-hmm looks like like a like a french dinner has certain courses and certain yeah. things that you would expect to see i haven't really read a lot about japanese cuisine and i'm really interested in seeing what that's like and learning mm-hmm. what that's like given that i'm not really open to eating raw mm-hmm. food so i'm wondering how those two things will overlap yeah i, I don't think i could give like a specific food that's a good answer. It's a good close enough answer, I think. <laughs> yeah. So last question for, for the day before we, before we uh, do our final intro out and then we do a little bit of a Q&A with folks. Um, uh, lemon meringue or key lime? Pie. <laughs> oh, no, I got you. No, I got you. Um, the husband and I traveled to Key West uh, when we first moved here. And if, if you've never been to Key West, uh, they, they take a lot of pride in their key lime pie. Mm. And if you walk the main drag, you can buy at least eight different types of key lime pie and try them all. Wow. Um, and they all taste a little bit different, which is what we did. Um, we, we, we had like a box top 
that we borrowed from the hotel or that we took, whatever. And we just, we didn't eat them until we got back to the hotel, but we just walked the whole road and handed $3, $5, whatever, because they're just open stands at the, and if it was a restaurant, yeah. we took it to go. So my answer to that is key lime because meringue is gross. <laughs> I'll do I'll do a lemon cream pie, but if it's a if it's a lemon meringue, I'm out. Right on, right on. It's I appreciate so that answer. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, oh. th those are some amazing questions. Uh, we're going to move into the last phase of our interview, which is where we open up the, uh, the talk to questions to, to, to folks. We're going to share your links. Everyone, check out Angry Angel's stream and, and her uh, other social medias. Make sure you uh, support and drop her a follow. We appreciate yeah. her coming on the show today. And uh, uh, I mean. so not only can the audience ask you some questions, but you're welcome to ask us questions as well if you have any. Yeah, so this is the opportunity now. I'm actually going to go back to what Ilt asked you really quick, because I did make a note. Mm -hmm. um, he asked it for competition reasons. How many times have you moved? Okay. Okay, here we go. So, all right. So I'm not going to count from home to college. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not going to count that. Okay. College to boyfriend's mom's house Mo boyfriend's mom's house to apartment to rental house to first apartment in arizona to second apartment in arizona to first apartment in indiana oh, no wait i'm sorry that that summer i was technically homeless to house in wisconsin then first apartment in indiana second apartment in indiana husband's parents house first apartment in tampa bay what am I at? 11 rental yeah. house in Tampa Bay, other rental house in Tampa Bay, current rental house in Tampa Bay. So what's that? 13, yep. 13, 13. That's not bad. That's that. That is pretty, pretty Uber, pretty OP. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I, and uh, it's, it's, um, stressful. It is. Yeah. It is. I'll say Ooh. that, uh, you might double or triple that. For, for me, for the number of places I've lived. My mom was a gypsy and she instilled that in me. So I, I totally get what it's like. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but, but this is the first place, this, the, this Starkity Eye, this home that we made, this, this townhome condo that we've lived in, we bought in 2014, has been the place we've lived at the longest, the place I've lived at the longest in my entire life. Um, yeah, this... Yeah. This, other than where I grew up, um, is the longest I've stayed in. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, holy crap. <laughs> you know what? Hold on really quick, guys. Thank you so much, Closet Scully, for the raid. Yeah. We are just finishing up an interview with Angry Angel Books. Yeah. So, if it's you guys welcome, raiders. Just, mm -hmm. welcome Raiders. Welcome Raiders. So right raiders. now we are actually just finishing up the interview portion. It's the perfect and, timing. Um, so if you yeah. guys could just go shoot our lovely friend Angry Angel Books a follow here on Twitch. If you like books, she has a book club website. Just, you know, Go, go, support. go throw some support out there for her. That would be wonderful. I love you guys. Shout out 
to Closet Scully. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, holy crap. Thank you, Closet Scully, for, for the, <laughs> the I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Thank you so much. Uh, having, Welcome in. Having you Welcome. come in. And Welcome. your timing was actually perfect because this is the portion of our interview where we uh, open it up to audience questions mm -hmm. and, uh, and mm -hmm. or questions from Angry Angel to us if she wants. Well, it's actually, Druid, did I did I win the competition? Holy crap! We got another race <laughs> from Brandon Wolf Gaming. Wow, you guys! I know it was. They were streaming together this morning. I was lurking in their chats this morning. Yep. So not so was I. You know, you know, this is beautiful. Hi, Claudia Skelly. Hi, Brandon Wolf Gaming. Appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. So there was actually a question that we almost missed because of our wonderful raid. I'm not not talking smack or anything. Yeah. No, no. Raids are always welcome. We love welcome raids. raids. I love raiders. Um, Real quick, let me answer one that I saw. Mia asked, what was the final move count? I believe it was 13. 13. Yep. Yep. 13 yep. was the final move count. Yep. Now, what was the, what was the one that you, you had, Druid? Uh, Taya? Tay? I'm just gonna call you Tay. Mm -hmm. Tay O One. Sorry, I can't pronounce your full name. Tayfe? Is that Tayfe O One? Tayfe O One asks. Tayfe asks, what book do you wish you could have your memory wiped clean of so you can read it for the first time again? Oh, that's a great question. Mm. I think it would be a collection of books. It would be all of Lee Bardugo's collection. So um, that that came out with a new Netflix series too. So Shadow and Bone, um, oh. Siege and Storm, Ruin and Rising, Six of Crows, um, Crooked Kingdom, like all I of read, her, her. That I the, yeah. So I read the I read the Six of Crows and the Crooked Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. those those. Um, I'm not a fan of what they did with the second season of the Netflix show, so I probably won't keep watching it, but the books are chef's kiss. And so if I, if I could wipe that from my memory and re-experience those again, they're just so good. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if I didn't know what was coming and I got to do that over again, I would gladly, um, in a heartbeat, wipe those from my memory, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, yep. real quick, I do want to, for, for our raiders, for, for the folks in our chat, go check out Closet Scully and Brandon Wolf Gaming. They are amazing streamers. Uh, they also have a community of communities called DYS mm -hmm. Gaming, uh, just like we have uh, Storm Saga Games, Stormkeep. And uh, mm -hmm. they are just wonderful, beautiful people. They like to elevate each other and elevate the platform, you know, and, and bring a encouraging up, up, beat you know fun atmosphere so for sure check them out They're it's amazing. so important exactly yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so, yeah i was like i was lurking in their chats this morning and i'm just like yeah <laughs> it's so fun watching them play that game they're playing scum i'm kind of tempted by that game it, it looks hilarious it looks scum. amazing so it's a it's a it's a weird name for a game but it's actually a, a survival game and what was cool about it is is one of them where they spawned at was completely different. And so they had to try and survive and make it to each other. Uh, it's a zombie survival Ooh. game. 
and, um, and it, it kind of like Project Zomboid, except first-person perspective and more of a immersive, mm. realistic experience. And I was very impressed. It, that could be, it looks like that a lot could of fun. be fun in VR. That yeah. sounds like a that sounds like a game that would that would be really interesting to be in the VR setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, oh, here's a question from Mia. This question is dependent on if Angry Angel has siblings. Please share a story where you and your siblings work together to cover up something you weren't supposed to be doing that you shared with your parents once you were adults. Wow, that's a that's a in-depth question. <laughs> that that is an in-depth question. Um, yeah, so uh, I have a younger sister. Um, she is currently, I believe, a doctor, like she's a therapist, like a psychologist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and she lives in Massachusetts, at least when I last heard from her, she lives, she lives in Massachusetts. Um, we were not the type of siblings that worked together. Um, I was the, I was the, I'm the oldest. So I, um, I often took the brunt of a lot of like the altercations in the home and she would sneak out the window of her bedroom and, and go down to the next door neighbors and be like, they're fighting again. Can I stay here until they're done? <laughs> um, so not to bring the room down, um, but I did not have the best. I mean, there were good times, but there are reasons why I don't talk to any of them mm. anymore. Um, and so it's, uh, it, it's, Definitely, this is fodder for if you want to have me back. I hope you'd like to have me back. But, but if I am more than willing to, because so many people are stuck, and I'm sorry, Mia, this is not answering your question at all, but so many people are, are stuck in terrible relationships with their family because of this societal idea that you have to stay connected to your family, yep. um, that I am willing to answer any and all questions about that journey for me. Um, so that other people might feel free to say that's enough. I'm go I'm going to I'm going to accept people in my life that I love and that love me back and want me to be happy. And and so my answer to your question is there is nothing because we wouldn't have worked together on anything and we wouldn't have exposed it to our parents if we had um cuz there were consequences <laughs> to that kind of stuff. So um yeah, so Mia, I'm sorry. I wish I could answer your question with a with a uh heartwarming sisterly tale. It does not exist. That's okay. Sorry. We all have different uh experiences in our <laughs> in this this thing we call life. So yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, th those experiences, those uh the richness of all of that makes us who we are, makes us interesting characters in this epic tale that, that, that is each of our lives. So, um, so uh, looks like Tefei had another question. Uh, if you got transported in the most recent book you read with nothing but the clothes on your back, how would you fare? And I would, I would, I would want to know which book that would be. <laughs> I... I would be awesome because I'm currently reading uh, Saturday Night at the Lakeside Supper Club by um, J. Ryan Stradall. And he writes a lot of books that are set in the Midwest. And so if you're from the Midwest, you understand the sort of level of like politeness and the importance of food in that culture, <laughs> hot dish. Um, 
and uh, sort of family trauma almost, like how the kindness towards others becomes the mask that hides what might lie underneath. Mm -hmm. And what this author does a great job of is showing you what's underneath, but then showing you like how how the different storylines move forward. And so this story is about a family restaurant and how it has been passed down through the generations and survived chain restaurants moving in and all this kind of stuff. So if I got transported into this book, I would have food. I would have Midwestern hospitality. <laughs> someone would take me in and give me a place to sleep so I could, and someone would allow me to contact someone to come and get me. So like I would be in this universe, in this country, with people who just want to shove hot casseroles into your mouth. <laughs> hot casseroles. And I just, I, I'm 100%, I, I am 100% confident that I would be, I would be fine. I, I, I would be fine. Someone would take me in because, because I'm adorable. I would just walk around and be like, I don't know how I got here and I'm so hungry. You have mac and cheese? <laughs> hey angry yes, angel do, that, you have, do you have any interesting yeah. questions for us um i i how did you two meet oh that's like, a how, that's how a did great like story. do you know each other like from real life z's or like did you did you connect online how did how did this whole <clears throat> partnership thing come to be take it away Jared. i would like to share that okay so I, my very first Twitch love, his name is Just Me Josher. I became a mod for him. I was in his chat all the time. He helped, he helped give me the power and motivation to become a streamer. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then he has this other moderator. His name is, um, Izo, or in Twitch chat, his, I, um, I call him Isolade, but it's Isolade, but whatever. Mm -hmm. It's Izo. Mm -hmm. And um, one day, you know, because Josh is a big, big, big raider. He loves to raid new people, will always take suggestions, all this stuff. So Stormy and Josh started raiding each other a little bit because of Izo. Yeah, Izo had recommended uh, to me to raid him and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. Gotcha. And then... I, of course, you know, was like, okay, well, Izo obviously really likes this person. He's a not only is he a moder a moderator for Joshua, but he's also a moderator for Stormy. So I start hanging out in Stormy's chat. And then Stormy um, comes over and he's like in my chat. And I'm like, I'm just getting started with streaming. I'm just trying to, you know, get my footing and everything. And then we just start talking. And then D&D &D got brought up. And then... All of a sudden, a year over, a, like a year later, here we are. Like it literally just whirlwind at that point, and we mm -hmm. just like Stormy and I just clicked so well, so well. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how that happened, but like literally, just fell right into place. Yep, Twitch um, yep. facilitated our synchronicity. Is the, the, mm -hmm. the way I like to look at it. There was. Uh, uh, this moment where, where I was watching her, uh, 
struggle but learn and grow in Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah. And I had never played the game, but I'd watched similar style games played. Wait, and, wait, and... wait, wait, I'm sorry. Druid, how long have you been playing Horizon Zero Dawn? So I, I played Horizon Zero Dawn, and then I rage quit it and went back to Skyrim. And then I went back to Horizon Zero Dawn with a new thing. Uh-huh. But now that I have okay. my own PC and stuff, I will have to start from the beginning again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, trying. I'm like, Wait, okay, so this is like a longer yeah. You joke. don't even, this is a long joke. This is a, you have, <laughs> you have, there's layers to my inability to beat this game. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's pretty funny. Yeah. But Story, I, we gotta get her there. Yes. We gotta, we gotta yes. get her there. I she agree. Can, she can do this. Except that we you also, can do this. like one of the most fun things is to derail her stream. <laughs> She's, oh God, I love it. <laughs> it's so much fun to watch her like giggle herself into a stupor. <laughs> With the bits. I love it. Yep. If And look, if you're already in Stormy's chat, you probably already follow Druid. But if you don't, you need to buy bits. You need to buy up in the top corner of Twitch. It says get bits. Get bits, follow Druid. And then when she comes live, you get to drop every bit into her jar there's a every sample right bit. there <laughs> every single bit all of it i don't care how many bits you've got and do it in the smallest increment possible so that it fills it up and Agreed. just sprays everywhere it's hilarious oh my god yes yep it's the bits you gotta do it Look at the and bits. how can you not love how can you not wait where are how can you not love this giggle <laughs> for, for real like like i would do anything in the chat just to get that laugh i it's it's beautiful i concur it's so much fun watching yes. <laughs> and somebody says i'm not yeah, crazy drink i'm your, advanced drink your grass beverage <laughs> i drink it all oh yeah. So yeah, this was... is this is something that you guys have been working on for a while. Yeah. So uh, we started, you know, chatting, and and like she said, we just kind of connected really well. And then we she ended up introducing me to Extirpate Fate, and I immediately hit it off with him because of his username. Uh, his username is a variation of one of my favorite Magic the Gathering cards, and I recognized that that was the case and he rec recognized that i recognized that that was the case so that was like an immediate bonding moment for us and and then mm -hmm. it turned out that he and i connected really well too and then uh, of course we introduced uh uh you know them to star kitty and i wear this shirt mm -hmm. for bandwidth and banter for star kitty because mm -hmm. i love her and this is alien cats with stars is in honor of Star Kitty because she's working during bandwidth and banter, and yep. we want her here in spirit. Mm -hmm. So, Mr. Kitty. <laughs> yeah, she always. Have you guys ever met in person? No. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not, yeah, yes. Not yet. Yes. <laughs> There's always room for maybe. Yeah. I did meet Jessmy Josher in real life though. Mm -hmm. One nice. time. Yeah. And I have to say, one of like the most lovely humans. Mm -hmm. And I'm sad he doesn't stream on Twitch anymore. <laughs> oh. But maybe he'll come back someday. I hope so. I'm trying not to pressure him. 
the the only other question I would ask you guys, because you're what you guys do is is like a little bit outside of my lane. Do you know what I mean? Like the things the things that you guys do online are a little bit different than mine. Um, I would be interested in is there something or some game or something that you haven't done on stream that you would be interested in trying or playing or doing that isn't currently something that is in your wheelhouse? Oh, that's not currently something in my wheelhouse. Oh. Like you do the D&D, you do yeah. kind of the dungeon type games like Diablo Fantasy and, and things games. like that, yeah. uh, Skyrim, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, is, there, is there a game that you've seen that you're like, ooh, I haven't played that. I wouldn't think it was something I would want to do, but I want to try it to see. I have one that comes to mind, uh, and that is Stardew Valley. Because <gasps> I, I, I'm not saying I want to. I'm just saying it's outside of my wheelhouse, right? And I, would, I have thought about it. I would show. You, now you have to. <laughs> oh, God. You got you got to do it, Stormy. I I want to see Stormy play Stardew. Can someone please write that down? I want to manifest this on it. What I want, what? I want to why manifest is this such? This. A, I don't get why this is suddenly because, a big deal. Because you know it's it? not it's it's not that it's a big deal. I think something I've been looking for for my streams is that I feel like I don't have something cozy. Mm. I feel like I don't like some people do Animal Crossing. Some people do Stardew and there are there are there's like a whole like a like a whole group of games that fall under like cozy Minecraft. Mm. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's yeah. a collector's type game. I got gotcha. you. And I think I think it's interesting for me that that came to mind for you because I I wouldn't picture you picking that game. That's a perfect answer. Oh. And so I would be interested to see you play that game because I haven't seen you interact with that kind of game before. And so I would be interested in your, like we said with Druid, like we, we try to derail her because we love her giggles and her, and her personality. I would be interested in who is Stormy when he plays Stardew. Hmm. And... Like what would what who who is that person? Right, and, it's be neat. I, I get it. And uh -huh. you could also play with other people. So you could play yes. with you could play with, you know, Star Kitty. Star Kitty. She she actually has played and mastered that game. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Ezo plays. That's right. He does. Yeah. I've this played could be Ezo. a it could be a community thing where community farming game. Farming. Hmm. Another um, another connection, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Night is suggesting a, uh, a cosplay while I play it. <laughs> I mean, do what you're comfortable with. I mm -hmm. I just I I like watching. Um, I've watched several streamers play those Skyrim type games where like you're just out for blood like the whole time, or you're mm -hmm. you're doing magic the whole time, and seeing them kick back with stardew or minecraft or something like that it's it's interesting to see how they interact with the audience in the game because it if they're still the same person but it's just a different flavor of show essentially mm -hmm. i gotcha um yeah. and and it's neat to see that transition especially because those games feel like they're far apart but really they're kind of similar too mm -hmm. yeah for me 
this is something that's been slowly in the works. I've been trying to, I've been thinking about it and stuff, and this is, it's been brought up plenty of times in my own chat. Um, <clears throat> another story with Izo. So Izo would share a whole bunch of different recipes for me, then I would make them, and then I would document it in Discord. Oh. So, <laughs> cooking streams are something that we've thought about trying to figure out the logistics of it and all of that. So that's something that I would enjoy doing outside of my wheelhouse. That would be really interesting. And then my mom would participate, which oh, wow. I think would be hilarious because my mom loves talk shit about me. And in the funniest way possible, she loves to tease me and I love to tease her back. And it's just super funny. And I am obnoxious and my mom is like obnoxious in another way. And it would just be so ridiculous to see us try to cook together. And plus, she's super awkward in front of a camera, so I just want to embarrass her as possible. <laughs> well, it like sounds great like ideas. Yeah, it sounds like we now have have uh, like goals. I guess we'll have to make them like, like uh, winter goals for for our streams now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if they're not streams, then I would at least record, like, do recordings of it and like make her or like do something, like mm. you know. So. That right that's on. that's something that I've been thinking about and and whatever I did pick up I did happen to pick up a bunch of GoPros from so. Ooh. I mean that's yeah, that's mine, doable then yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine's definitely Elden Ring. Because mm. that's not a game that's even close to my wheelhouse. But I've had several people come into my chat and be like, "You should try it. You should try it." Yeah, and I'm just like. <laughs> Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I I owe D Gamer Aries. I owe him uh me playing Dark Souls. Oh. I owe him that. So I have to do so I have to attempt Dark Souls 3 at some point. So I owe him that and then that's just also chat in general. Yeah. Okay, my husband, Banana Tom, all of those whatever. But you know that's a part of that's part of it. Yep. I'll... Well, we'll all show up to watch you play it then. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, awesome. So. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk about all this stuff. Uh, and uh, my gosh, these were some great questions and great answers. Yes. And you have been so engaging and entertaining today. It has been a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show, Angry Angel. And I'm so glad that you met this lovely lady <laughs> because that was why we got to have you today so uh care to say anything else druid actually i have one more quick question oh okay. uh, how did you find my channel was it just on the discovery that's or... a great question yep okay. it was it was on the side it was twitch recommended and your your name was there and i was like oh druid the husband likes dnd click Right on, right on. And you were playing Horizon Zero Dawn, which is what I was playing at the time. Uh -huh. So I just stuck around to watch you, and I met Han Hannah the Hermit the same way. That, I mean, it was in that the beginning times of me being on Twitch and sort of creating a network. Um, yeah, it was just random. Wow. Just random, and I met one of the best people in the whole wide world. <laughs> we got lucky, for sure. We Absolutely. did get lucky. Mm -hmm. All right.
Thank Aww. you so much again, Anger Angel, for coming on the show. Thank you. We'll, we'll uh, definitely have you on again in the future. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Wow, Druid. <laughs> that was wonderful. She's so amazing. Such a, wow. a, an elegant and, and incredible and intelligent woman. I, I really yes. respect uh, the great, unique, interesting, well thought out perspective that she has. And yes. uh, she's obviously had some amazing experiences in life. She's a rich and full uh, breadth of, of herself to share with us on Twitch. And yeah. um, I'm, I'm just super happy that we got to meet her and have her on the show. Thank you for meeting her and for connecting and that's pretty cool yeah i you know it's the power of twitch yet again just making it happen indeed i can't i don't even know i don't even know what to say it was a great interview right I feel, on. i have like the happy feels indeed yep so everybody please uh the the links are in the chat uh go drop a follow uh, also don't forget to drop a follow for druid uh and her husband expiate fate uh, you know, uh, without Druid, we wouldn't have bandwidth and banter. And without you guys, we wouldn't have any of this. So drop your cells follows. <laughs> if that's a thing. <laughs> but you uh, uh, know that you all are appreciated and loved. And um, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to wrap the show up. Uh, anything else to add, Druid? That's perfect. I love you guys. <laughs> Don't forget to follow Stormy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye.